On this episode of We're No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Madi share with you all the ways you can find art in the best damn town in Montana, Great Falls. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. And I'm Maddie Salahazard. And we're no damn experts. No, we should know that when we um, ruin equipment, we shouldn't just duct tape it together. We should get new. (laughs) But you know, I am going to say Gorilla Tape is really impressive. So hey, we're going to invest in the Gorilla (laughs) Tape Glue Company for a little bit longer and then we'll upgrade some of our equipment. I believe next week or the week after that, we should be able to record an actual podcast with video. Oh. So everyone can see our new digs. I have been listening to this, uh, a new podcast, and they keep running ads for this video podcast, which I, I don't think it's a video podcast. I think it's just a video then with like people y- talking. YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> but they keep telling me to listen to it on these platforms. And I'm like, so... Now I'm just curious how it works. Well, it's... It's just a video. We've done it before. Because some people are like, you know, you should you should have video to your podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we've done it. Um, it's harder than it looks. Yeah. And sometimes it's not very interesting. No. But when we have some future episodes coming up, it will be plenty of interesting. Or when we realize when we're half a recording, like, this should be video. <laughs> what we should do on on episodes where we don't have very good content we'll leave easter eggs on the table that reference other episodes and they'll have to go oh that was that thing that was from that episode and then what happens they win an easter bunny (laughs) (laughs) live rabbit (laughs) we'll capture it (laughs) send it to you so the teaser for this episode we told everyone that we're going to get artsy on the podcast but before we get artsy we have to talk about episode 67, The Golden Ticket. Which was all about Glacier National Park and what we don't know and what they don't know about what's happening this summer. Just further letting you know, there's more things coming that they've decided. But but everyone loved that episode. Like, loved it, loved it. How much love did we receive? So I'm going to share some statistics with you. Um, in 2018, for industry standards, it was average for the podcast, an average podcast to get 141 downloads in 30 days. Which is not that... No, because you don't... People well, don't download. And then I've seen some other numbers where it's like, if you want to be in the top 1% of podcasts, you need 3,400 downloads of one episode within seven days. Who? Like, that's what Joe Rogan's doing. We're coming for Joe Rogan, You want to come on the podcast, Joe? Help us out. Share your numbers, your statistics, people. Rob Schneider was just here. He said he loved it. <laughs> so, come on in. So, that that episode, within the first 96 hours, so four days, for those of you who can't do math, um, I can because I already did it, um, over 1,500 downloads. My God. My goodness, people. We're almost to 1,700. People are continuing to listen to it and... Download it to listen to it. 
Yeah. It's because we told people to download. No, that was the one after it. That was Sulphur Springs. (laughs) I know. So the funny thing is that we're hilarious in that episode, (laughs) but it's not anything about solid plans like insider tips it's literally no. us just being us so more of the same on this you episode love us. Yes. <laughs> thankfully we did retain some of those listeners hopefully and they listened to the sulfur springs where yeah. what was the word that aaron told us about landrium i couldn't pronounce landrum. it landrum and get an email monday morning or friday morning landrum opium thank you aaron appreciate that so that's what we were trying to say is the opium <laughs> Was added to the Sulphur Springs. For- and if you think you're listening to this podcast, you're like, oh, I don't want to make them feel stupid. Feel free. Nope. <laughs> There's no possible way you can make us feel stupid. Because so we're we, geniuses. <laughs> so if we stumble on words or we don't know what words are and we're just reading words off of a page, feel free to correct us. Feel free to tell us what these things are. Yeah. So we love it. But we were so funny that our <laughs> podcast... For the U.S. reached in the category comedy, which is the largest comedy of or largest section of podcasts. 22% of podcasts out there fall under the comedy category. Tough, tough market there. So we were number 420. And we found that out in January. Our little podcast is making waves. So if you want to have an episode where we talk about how 420 tying the knot to marijuana... And how it's recreationally legal here. It's now recreationally legal in Great Falls, Montana, and other communities in Montana. Not the entire state. Not the entire state. So Montana passed the law, and then each county then had to vote on it specifically. Great Falls says you can do it. So if you want another episode where we read papers, (laughs) and we're like, so this is what you do. I read a great article about that from the Montana Free Press, so we could read that together. If you want that kind of content, you gotta you gotta ask for it because I can't just go to my boss and be like, "So let's do an episode on this." Yeah, no, I'm gonna. We're gonna need to see substantial downloads. We're gonna need to see a lot of emails. We're gonna have to see what's a substantial three. I get no, no, no. (laughs) Uh, ten percent of our overnight visitation. Oh. That's substantial. Okay. So, guys, if you want to know more about recreational marijuana <laughs> use in Great Falls, Montana, email us at information at visitgreatfalls.org. We might have to reach out to some of our partners, see if someone is an expert. I'm not sure if they want to come on the podcast <laughs> and say they are, but they can help us out, answer the questions, everything you need to do legally to enjoy the recreational use of this hearsay drug. But 420, easy to remember. Yep, that's number comedy. We're hilarious. But getting into the meat and potatoes, I know that was a long introduction. You guys had to listen to us brainstorm. But well, likely they're just doing the skip thing. Oh, no one skips us. <laughs> so we have the base camp for art and adventure. So for years, people are like, we just use Great Falls as our base camp, and we go out to the Rocky Mountain Front. We go to the High Woods. We go to the Little Belts. We go on the Missouri River. We go on the Sun River. We do the Smith River. Yeah, we get it. We're a base camp for art and adventure. So art just as and I go to a museum? Yeah. I mean, that's part of the art. But when I came up with this idea, 
Do you hear that? It's a ghost. Sarah Justice was in the building earlier oh, right. from Paris Gibson Square Museum of Art. And I'm pretty sure she bought, brought her... Um, her friend. Her friend, the ghost. Here's me. the deal. You can hang out, but you can't ruin our audio. Yeah. Um, we don't want to hurt you. We're hopefully going to edit this <laughs> out. hurt us. So when we talk about Great Falls being this base camp for art and adventure, the adventure part is easy. People grasp that. But then they think art. Well, we are Montana's museum capital, which lends to the art. But we also talk about the global aspect of art. And this is where I'm going to get a little touchy-feely, because all people in this day and age are creative. They have these artistic tendencies, whether it be how you plate some food, which is very creative, Mm -hmm. or... How you hang sound blocks in a room. That's not artistic. There are elements of art within this community that make it so much different than anywhere else. So I want to talk about that global component of art. Not just the museums, not just the stuff that hangs on the walls, not just the sculptures downtown, but the local food and the artfulness that goes into making a good beer or a nice craft cocktail. The um, the internet, um, also known as Instagram for me, that's where, you know, I go for mindless things when you need five seconds or five minutes of, let's see what break. else is out there, a break. I came across a meme and it said, um, well, I'm butchering it, but in, in your times of need, your darkest times, you turn to the artist, whether that's binge watching a series, um, listening to music getting really good food mm, yeah or let's say i want a girl's night let's go out to this bar there's these cocktails there's dancing there's music all of it is art yep like we have shown at elevation thirty-three thirty. their drinks are begging you to put them on instagram with the sparkles and the dry ice it's all artsy and it makes the experience so much better so we could start with food and craft cocktails if you want about how artsy this is. We could start there. Might as well. Because okay. N-Bar just had a special where it was rice, oh. um, meat, and then egg on top all piled in a cylinder. Oh, I saw that. It's like a... They're like, for dinner tonight. It looked amazing. And it was reminiscent of the big stack that used to be here. Hmm. Oh, the stack whose lights are now lighting <laughs> yeah, the, the flag. Light. Yeah. Okay. That's stack. Because the, the stack isn't here, but the lights are. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Enmar also had the, what I like to call childhood memories adultified. <laughs> Where was this a more cocktail? Oh. And they had a marshmallow on top of the cocktail and it was on fire. Oh. See? See, this is how pretty and cool and it's interactive art and it's delicious. Not all art just has to be sat and stared at. You can engage with it. I remember the first time I had a a dinner where the food was prepared in an artful way or creative way. Mind you, this is 14 years ago. I wasn't living in Great Falls. But they deboned the fish in front of me. They like pulled it off. It was a fairly expensive dinner. Thank you to my father for paying for that <laughs> night. Um. But that's when I started to notice these things that restaurants do to make it artful. 
like the whole, why am I putting this sauce on the plate and it looks so pretty? Because it makes you stop, stare, and realize what you're about to eat. And relax and enjoy the food. Which I did not do today. I did not relax and enjoy. <laughs> the food was good. It has a lunch special and I ate it all. So we're regretting that right now because we're at the podcast studio. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many other ways that, you know, the people that create this, um, it's art. And we had a member meeting behind the curtain look for you guys of what we can be sharing on our social channels to get engagement, get our people excited, top of mind of visiting Great Falls. And they said one more thing to do in Great Falls. Share yeah. these videos. And a lot of the ideas, I'm like, hey guys, I've kind of already done that. Um, <laughs> but like a video of Thad at Electric City Coffee. Rolling croissants. Mesmerizing. Um, have Mike make you a drink. And I was like, I have a video of Mike making me a drink. And he did an old fashioned. There was fire and smoke. Uh, um, we will caveat that with, we were told Mike doesn't make drinks no more. Oh, yeah. He's like, I don't do that anymore. Instead, <laughs> I take Rob Schneider to the airport at 5 a.m. Because I didn't want him to take an Uber. So Rob was here last night. Rob, Rob did two shows last night at the Newberry. Yes. So, and do you know why he said he did two shows in Great Falls Monday? Because he got paid to? Because his wife said that when you order things on Amazon, the shipping's free. He's like, honey, you have to pay what's in the box, pay for what's in the box. Still, though. <laughs> so I then had to book two shows in Great Falls, Montana to pay for this bill. So yeah, he was at the Newberry last night. Yeah. Um, two shows. I did the early show. You did the late show. I did different crowds at different shows, people. Yeah. I am old enough now to recognize I don't think I'm a second second show crowd person. Let's um let's just state the obvious. The crowd at six forty five, vastly different than the crowd at nine forty five. Who had been warming up pre gaming for their show for I guess quite some time. But I did stay till the end, even though my knees were hurting. I was like, I should probably leave. And we got to meet Rob. You met Rob after yep. yours. I met Rob after mine. So nice. Yeah, completely nice fella. And that's a that's a form of art. Yes, to make people laugh. It's not really a form of art. It's obvious art. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we do have to say, like, he kind of made fun of Great Falls a little bit. And he's like, if you want to get to Great Falls, Montana, you have to really want to get to Great Falls. You can't just get here. You have to have some grit to get to Great Falls. And I wanted to be like, we have an international airport. Okay. He mentioned that there was an airport. He hasn't seen it because okay. <laughs> he flew into Billings and drove up. Okay. Because they did a show down there. Well, when we looked at his Instagram, he was like, I'm just driving three hours to Billings or from three hours to Great Falls, which I guess is now from Billings. Um, it's only supposed to take three hours, but we're behind a hay truck, so we're going to come in just shy of seven. <laughs> There's no one else on the road but, like, one hay truck. He's like, we're in Montana. So Art's there. He's not the only comedian that's ever performed no. at the Newberry. And Stephanie Quayle is singing. Oh, she had the cover of the Cowgirl magazine. Yeah, she's, like, a Nashville recording artist from Montana. Coming to Great Falls on... Doing a show. February 10th, which is in two days. Thursday. That's today. For those of you listening to the podcast today on <laughs> today. Thursday, Stephanie Quill's coming. Be quick. <laughs> and you know she was even on Ellen? I didn't see her on Ellen. Well, like, her body wasn't, but her video. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they had a audience pick. I only saw the snippet. I didn't watch the entire Ellen episode because I don't watch Ellen. Fine, I could admit that. Ellen, if you want to have me on, we can discuss this. 
I work during the day. <laughs> but it's a video where the audience had to pick if they wanted to see a video about an interrupting horse or a mystery video. And they picked interrupting horse and Stephanie Quell's on the back of a horse trying to do some video promo. Yeah. And the horse is With like, Yellowstone Country. <laughs> the horse will not that shut. That's a good name. <laughs> Thank you. The horse will not stop interrupting her. And there's probably five takes on this video where the horse is just like, that's all lips are all <laughs> doing the horse thing. So yeah, that's what was on Ellen. So so then let's talk about video as an out- art form. Paris bread. When are you going to get your butt here? There- no joke. I saw on his mm, Instagram story. He went to a live concert somewhere. Oh. Jet setter. Goodness. (laughs) Video, obviously. Well, and he's done um, video production for Austin Martin, another Montana artist, which features a lot of Great Falls stuff, which is awesome. And I'm going to tell you, when I first saw that video, I'm like, ooh, this makes Great Falls look smoky and sexy. (laughs) Which video are you talking about? Um, I don't remember the name of the song. Is it the peanut butter pancake one? No, 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 no. <laughs> no? I was like, because there was the Kellergeist craft wine glass thing. The one recently, the jukebox queen. No, no. Well, and I know that one's filmed there, but this is one of the first ones featured N bar in the car. Oh, that one. Okay, yes. The glass looks like whiskey might have been apple juice who knows i hope it was whiskey i hope so too when mike does serve drinks he only does it for <laughs> videos so when we you know premiere our fam tour video mike so though drinks. in addition to that though the sip and dip lounge has been the backdrop for a number of videos yes one of my favorite songs midnight stranger by the black, black lilies okay that's filmed entirely in that complex and if you have seen episode five of We're No Damn Experts, Yes, Virginia, We Have Mermaids, Mermaids. that was a video YouTube one we did. And it was inside the Sip and Dip Lounge. All of it, completely. So yeah, we can... Not very artistic. <laughs> Just set up a camera and it ran. And I turned on a fan. That was my artistic. No, I didn't. <laughs> There's a fan in that one. So pl- plenty of uh, audio issues back then, too. <laughs> In addition to that, um, there's a gentleman here in town. I'm going to miss his last name. His first name's Eric. He does um, like horror movies or scary movies. Oh. And features a lot of Great Falls elements in that. And then Joel Corda, our own very own Joel Corda, has done a few video productions as well. Didn't know about the uh, scary movie things. Don't need to know any more about that. We already had Sarah in today. <laughs> if you haven't listened to the podcast episode with Sarah, that one is What's Lurking Around the Corner of Room 118. Ooh. It is one of the few episodes I don't ever want to listen to again. Do you listen to our episodes? If they are good enough, I will re-listen to it. Or if they're horrible, I'll listen to it again. So yes, I listen to them all. <laughs> Ran into Craig at the grocery store uh-huh. on Sunday. <laughs> he listens. Does he? I don't know. I didn't ask. Okay. Well, I mean, I do. He just made some very nice comments about what was in our cart. It was a lot of dairy. Oh. I said, we're going to eat this with a slice of cheese when we get home. <laughs> Craig gave me a hard time when he was on the podcast. Yeah. He emailed me, actually, when we did the extras call for the Newberry music video. Oh, yeah? He's like, just trying to keep up. 
with you what you guys are doing you know hope everything's going great like thanks craig really busy so (laughs) thanks for checking in thanks for letting us know that we are over committing (laughs) to too many projects so let's go from video then to live theater oh do you know act normal theater they have their spring production all set up ready to go Ooh, seven or eight performances all in March. It's going to be on Friday and Saturday nights at the Times Square Event Center Ooh, with dinner from 7 to 9 p.m. And I believe the first show is going to be on March. Insert the first Friday date. <laughs> um, so eight of the, yeah, so eight of them. They're going to be performing. Got to have Tatiana on. and Yeah, she can tell us all about what happens. Um she has said she wants to come on and be in character, which will take some talent for us because we're not very creative well, or good. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't either. But be- maybe we'd ask too many questions. <laughs> maybe we just schedule a, t- a time with Tiana and they come in and they can. we'll just be flexible. Yeah, we'll just sit here and stare. And if it goes badly, we won't air it. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll ask questions. We won't, won't sit and stare. We'll just have them come on. As long as they don't try and murder us or me. Well, I think guess. something has to happen. And that's the premise of their act normal, normal theater productions with the dinner. It's a dinner and a show. Murder Some mystery. stuff happens. Murders. Yeah. I'm assuming it's murder. I, let's just hope it's murder. Because I don't want to be like, oh, arms cut off. <laughs> then they have someone's like, character there. <laughs> I don't know how these things go. If we extrapolate that idea just a little bit further, Escape the Falls is an artistic experience and because so many elements have to go into creating a room and creating the puzzles. And I don't know how any of that happens, nor, nor do I feel confident in any of my abilities or knowledge to be able to get out of a locked room. Well, I'm going to let everyone know, February again, February 2022, this is your last month to dry Escape the Falls room, Alice in Wonderland. They're retiring that room at the end of the month. And that's a big, scary room. It is. And I saw the way you have to enter in the room, which thankfully Tatiana did not have me do. (laughs) You know how in the beginning of the story when Alice is sitting on the tree, their sister's reading her book and she's, you know, dreaming, falling to sleep sees the white rabbit run by, then she crawls into the hole. Yep. They have you crawl into the room through a mystery hole in the wall. Oh, my. I'm looking at the hole, and I'm like, that's why she didn't have me climb in, because it would take me probably four years to get through there. <laughs> it's like, Is it wide enough for, like, hips? My butt? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, hey, you have until the end of the month to find out, okay? They also have that asylum room, which is... Very scary. So a lot of people like horror movies in February. Do you notice that? It's like October and February is when the scary movies come out. I've never noticed that, but it does make sense. Yeah. Um, so go there, check it out, get your reservation. And there's a times. lot of rooms there. A lot of creativity goes into those rooms. Very artistic in how they plan out every one of those puzzles. So art. Yes. Another form of art. Um, what's another form of art that we have here barley Barley. well before we forget (laughs) that we mentioned the museums there is a date for the sunday sampler where everyone can see every museum at no cost every museum it's going to be april 10th 
it's will start at noon until 4 p.m. So kind of Ooh. a race against the clock. That's a that's a tight window. Very tight. So if I were you, I have faith in you people. I, if I were you, I would I would skip going to the Lewis and Clark Interpretive Center because they're free all month. Oh, free admission there. of April, February. Oh, so come again, <laughs> get two two visits. I would skip them, and I would skip. I I'm gonna say it. Unpopular opinion. Let's get the CM Russell Museum. Ooh, you want to know why? Tell me. I think those are gonna be the one of the two most visited ones that day. Might be just too many people. Oh. See, and my approach would be to go to the CM Russell and the Lewis and Clark Interpretive Center, but then maybe come Friday night and do like the Square. Ursuline Center, Gallery Trinitas, the Railroad Museum on Saturday, Friday, Saturday. I have the opposite. I would go to the Ursuline Center on the April 10th between 10 and 4 because they are normally appointment only or oh. you have to reschedule or schedule your tours there. So if they're open for four hours, I'm going to be with a group of other people. Um, they're going to have their A game. So I get a tour with everyone and instead of me coming there Friday night, Rebecca, and having them like do a run through. <laughs> Practice like, session. This chick or Saturday because it's Sunday. <laughs> going there to Saturday, but I would go to the Ursuline Center. I would check out the Children's Museum, um, because obviously I have a child. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun for those of you who don't have children too. They, they do have morning light coffee in there. Yeah, so you can grab coffee while children run and go crazy, or not go crazy. They explore museums, and then I would go to the square. And probably the Railroad Museum, because that's included in it, too. Yeah. The Montana History of Montana Museum of Railroad History. So two approaches. You could create your own approach. And be artistic about it. Yeah. Oh, we're getting artsy. Okay, but barley. So there's artful beer here. We're not talking about the way you drink it. Nope. So the way you grow it, the way the types of barley you grow Farmers in themselves are just creative folks. Yes. They turn potatoes into vodka. <laughs> they turn whiskey. No, wheat. <laughs> whiskey into a hangover. <laughs> yeah. Corn into whiskey. And here they turn barley into beer. So I'll tattle on myself. The um, wheat and barley committee... Yeah, we know some people over there. Might know some. I follow them on Facebook or LinkedIn, one of the platforms, and they shared a picture. And it's like, oh, look, beer seeds. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, cool. And I keep scrolling and I look, beer seeds. <laughs> that you don't, pl- it's not a beer seed, Maddie. Like, what is it? Like, you don't plant a seed and like this. Grow a beer. Yeah. For some reason, that caption messed me up so much. Like, <laughs> what is it that, that those seeds are then? And I'm like, oh, barley. <laughs> right? Those are barley seeds? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because it messed me up for so long. I'm like, <laughs> no. why is this caption funny? Why? <laughs> so I'm an idiot. You can guys come there on. There we go. We're waiting for your calls. <laughs> <laughs> so not only do you have the barley, you have the hops which are grown within the area in Montana. Then, like if you're Jeremiah Johnson, you have honey 
that's right out fresh out of power and that's not really i've always argued that one's a tough one i mean you just put some bees out and expect them to do their thing well here's the thing i saw a video of jason from speaking socially he did some honey things on his facebook this summer he's all geared up and he's like pulling the honey thing out that is art yeah okay to not get stung (laughs) to like not look scared doing it and to put it you know not harm anything i think that's an artful way of that dying all farmers in their own way all of those elements then go to another creative fella like casey like casey or jeremiah and they put things together in a way that makes a beer that tastes amazing you can just stir it in a kitchen aid yep you just let it sit there <laughs> and you stir it up a little bit you got this gourmet. small batch got this <laughs> small, small batch pizzazz is now selling kitchen aids <laughs> for beer that's not how that works there's these huge vats yeah and they they'll let you tour it if you're maddie or rebecca <laughs> Just go in there. Apparently, we look alike and can be anyone. Not, you know, height difference aside. (laughs) No. Um, The other component that I always find interesting is how they decide to put in what amount of lemon or what amount of orange or they decide some grapefruit or maybe they add coffee beans and all these other things. And I think it's the same concern I have when I cook anything. How do you know putting all that together is even going to be edible? Yeah, I I don't know. Because, you know, for that's creative. Like today's lunch uh, special. Oh, yeah. We both had it. We did. I didn't eat all of mine. Well, I was like, I had the small half. I'm, because this is all, that's pretty much all I'm eating today. <laughs> um, but I'm like, Rebecca's like, how is it special? Like, it smells really good. And she's like, yeah, it was good. I'm like, what? What's wrong? And she's like, there was horseradish in it. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Oh, run. I went home and try my lunch. <laughs> because I, I don't know how to incorporate horseradish into my normal recipes. And then Matt's like, oh, I know what I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make this French onion sandwich with horseradish and it will taste delicious. <laughs> so he doesn't sound like that. Guys, <laughs> well, at all. if you see him in our video, he kind of looks like he might sound like that. <laughs> I made fun of him. So I yelled at him. <laughs> I don't know why I have this level of comfort with Matt to say like <laughs> exactly how I feel in the in the anger level, but he was if you if once again we should be recording. <laughs> he's all like mm, weird smile face and weird wave. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> Matt, like what a little you, cartoon character? I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, maybe I wanted to look like that. I'm like, maybe. <laughs> But Matt's going to be creating the menu for the new bar that's coming here that's opening next month in March. The Wild Hair. Did you walk by it last night by chance? Oh, you've already been in there. I got the last peek of before they're uh, showing it to the public, the back room. The front is open. Okay. And it looks amazing. The front tequila tasting room? Yeah. Well, I don't know what goes on there. There were two people hanging out there. Do you notice the wallpaper? I didn't. It's agave. Oh, and that's going to be the tequila tasting room area. So we're going to have to do a full episode on this with Matt. Yes. <laughs> and his partner, maybe. Maybe. Tipsy bartender. You guys have might have heard of him or not. He was here. He was. And he's a member. He's a partner for the Wild Hair, which is opening in March. It is going to be a 
tequila tasting room and then like a nightclub-ish feel, but with a gastropub food, like a walk-up kitchen, but you can also order from waitresses and bottle service and booths and the stage or comedians or bands. And it's who's doing the food? Matt. From Harvest, Harvest Craft, Craft Kitchen. Kitchen. And the TV setup they have there. You know what? You want to talk art? We have Matt on here. He's going to explain to you the acoustic plan for his place. Now that's art. <laughs> because he said, you're going to be able to stand here and have a conversation, yet you're going to be still really good music. And I'm like, well, we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> and then I went there at the end of January. He gave some of us a tour in the back room. Sure enough, beautiful acoustics. Because that's something that mm. in my old age... You're starting to appreciate? Yes. I don't want it to be so loud that I can't hear people. I have a really hard of hearing. And I don't know if it's because my ears are just everyone shorter than me or my hair is in my ear. And I'm like, can you just say that again while I bend down and tell me? Get really close to your head. And I, and I just have to apologize all the time. And I just say, I'm sorry. I'm hard of hearing. Like, I know you're speaking to me. But in there, crystal clear. And mm. the booths are great. So you want art? You can see what the tipsy bartender creates in that area. Um, But with the food, super excited. Matt said there's going to be tons of nachos. I don't know how many times, like different ways you can make nachos, but if I'm going to have different variants, Matt's going to be the one that does it. Yeah. We came up with some options that I think are pretty solid. Yeah. If he just follows our plan, because we're so artsy. (laughs) We can't create any of it. No. So to wrap up this conversation on just Matt's food thing and the horseradish, there's a lot of things I don't like. I'm pretty plain when it comes to most of my food options. So I don't like the horseradish. But when Matt puts a sandwich together or any of our restaurants, Electric City, I'll just go with that. Yes. Because I assume you... (laughs) You know what you're doing. And this has happened to me a number of times. I walked in one time to the Electric City Coffee... And they had some bacon, maple, muffin, or donut, or something there. And I was like, ooh. And and Heidi's like, uh, 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 no. No, ma'am. You're going to like this. And so she made me get it. And I was happy. Because there was a time before the bacon, maple, muffin thing where she had made a chicken curry something wrap. And I was like. Mm, that's gonna be gross <laughs> what are you for <laughs> so she's like did you try it and i'm like no she says try it and so i tried it and now i request it because it was so delicious well they catered our meeting last week and was it the muffin on the left well here's the thing <laughs> if there wasn't labels on the mu- muffins i wouldn't have been hesitant to grab the lighter one right but it was what oranges with white chocolate, orange, peach, and macadamia nut with cho- white chocolate. You tell me if none that, of that sounds good. You tell me if that tastes good. It was delicious, delicious. So that's where you just have to give in to someone else's creativity. They have a restaurant. It's a good indication that they don't serve food that sucks. Because I'm like, well, are they just taking leftover ingredients? And then I can't really knock that because that's how I met Matt is yeah. with his leftover ingredients was made the Thanksgiving July sandwich. So yeah. plenty of plenty of art around the food and drink. So much art. And we need so much more art in here. We did have Sarah come in. We did. We um so as you all remember, we went 
out and asked for people to give us ideas for a mural. And we got some, but none of them were the emotional response that I had expected we would have, which is like tears rolling down our face and going, oh my God, our lives will be better because of that. Yes. That was the emotional response I wanted. And the big thing was we didn't just want a picture on a wall. Yeah. We want elements. We want intrigue. We want mystery. We want podcast on a wall. We want all of it. And of course, you may be able to create it at some point if you ever get past your block of your work of art you're working on now. I don't have an artist block. I have artist time block. (laughs) We'll talk about this later. (laughs) Okay. I'm creating a piece of art for my office because right now we have a piece of art on loan for my which is what, five, ten thousand dollars? Fifteen. Stunning. <laughs> it's a stunning um, piece of art. In my mind, I have to tell myself, behind you is a fifteen thousand dollars piece of war- art. Don't cross the line. And if you roll your chair back too fast, you're gonna hit that piece of art. It's fifteen thousand dollars out of your paycheck. Because <laughs> I don't know how insurance is gonna happen, what I'm gonna do. So I'm gonna create my own. It's just taking a lot of time to do it because Rome wasn't built in the day. Neither was this art piece. But when Western <laughs> Art Week comes here, or March 16th to the 20th next month, there's going to be an event. I'm pretty sure it's at the Out West. Forgive me if I'm wrong. They're going to have a paint around where there's a piece of art just rotated between artists, and they'll continue to work on it. I'm just going to slip my piece in. <laughs> Like, hey, guys, do what you can, finish it how you will. If one of you wants to add some TP with highlights from a fire, perfect. Great. <laughs> it would work really well right here. Right here. And if you wants to add, like, the sunset and the clouds in the mountain, or the mountains in the clouds, like, great. But that's what we're talking about. This is another good example of you will see art and you'll be like, oh, I could create that. Well, can you? Will you? Do you have the time to? Here's the thing. Just buy the piece of art. (laughs) Art? (laughs) You can do what the artists do in a horrible way. (laughs) It's like when you watch someone flip an omelet, it's like, yes, I can move my wrist in that way. (laughs) But can I execute? Like, I have the motor skills. (laughs) I have all the pieces to this puzzle. (laughs) But I don't know how to put them in order. (laughs) You know, so yes, artists, when I look at you guys, what you're doing, I'm like, I can do that. Because I'm one of those people who's like, what's on YouTube? I can figure it out. That's fine. Yeah. No. (laughs) I'm like at the doctor's office taking notes on Bob Ross and they're like (laughs) calling my name. And while I'm in the waiting room, I'm like, I'll be right with you. (laughs) He's about to get to the good parts. (laughs) But you know, they have events where they'll teach you how to paint. And even Sarah said, they had a finish your painting class. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, Sarah, here's my painting. Here you go. <laughs> go finish it. So yeah, that's what we want. We don't want to, we want a masterpiece in our office and we are going to meet with some artists, pay them and uh, see what they come up with for our May opening. I'm really excited because we've been in here long enough now where the white walls need something. Well, I, you know, when we moved in here, we unpacked. We then stopped caring about everything. We're like, okay, really just need a break from yeah. producing, producing, creating more of this. We needed to do some emails. 
Well, sorry, I'm just replying to your email. I was organizing 90 rolls of scotch tape. <laughs> level of scotch tape in this office is pretty insane. But now we're like, okay, we've used the space. We know what we want it to be. Now we have some printouts from a magazine, um, from the printer um, hanging on the wall. Like, <laughs> can someone make this happen? Our vision is there, ready to go. We have a TV in the front foyer that's going to show coming attractions. Need to get the content on it. But, you know, steps in the right direction. I'm pretty excited. So when you come into our visitor center in May, when we have our grand opening, or beforehand, you can come now, tomorrow, later today, <laughs> and you see it, you're actually going to be like, yes, there is art and adventure here. There is. And they're showing it in such an amazing way. And now I'm so excited that I don't even want to talk to these idiots. <laughs> <laughs> or if you do want to talk to us, maybe you can make us smarter. <laughs> Share with us the things we don't know. Maybe you won't be mean and call us idiots. You can take a look into the podcast studio, which is has a mini. Rebecca tells me we have two other TVs in our storage. And I... No, I said we have a TV. We have another TV. It's smaller than my laptop monitor. It's like it fit in a headrest, headrest in a Corolla. Like... Well, that's kind of what it was designed for. We took it to trade shows in Canada and other places. It needed to pack quickly. <laughs> yeah, everyone had glasses. That's why my eyes hurt. <laughs> I know this wasn't the most well-organized episode, um, but we just really wanted to highlight there's more than just the museums. And more than just paintings on a wall. The art that is around here is the globalist form of art you'll ever see. And it's captured on our Instagram feeds. It's captured... In the food that we show, it's just, it's take the time and appreciate the creativity that has to go into all the elements. So, you know, I cannot create masterpieces of paintings and <laughs> plenty of other things. We can create events that showcase art, like mimosas. Yeah. So I am an artist in that way. You are. Not really. Um, <laughs> we're just going to let you know in May 14th. May, May 14th. It's going to be the next Mimosa Showdown, where all of our establishments will be creating one-of-a-kind mimosas, artfully created. We even have an awesome video to show you what it's like. We did a mock shoot. And I found out a couple in there that was just boyfriend-girlfriend in the shoot. I'm looking out the window from our podcast studio to Warden Park. He proposed to her two weeks ago at Warden Park at sunset. You know, like two weeks ago when there was like, these pink and purple sunsets. Yes. He proposed to her at Warden Park. Why didn't he give us a heads up? We could have played music from here. I don't know. But they got engaged, so. Well, that's so. Congratulations with couple that used to, to be Chase a boyfriend. and Zoe. Oh, there we go. So, what it, my husband tells me, oh, they got married at Overlook um, Park. And I was like, my work? <laughs> They got married at the office. He's like, no, the one with the T-Rex. I'm like, they got married. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there is the warden gazebo. And there's not just a T-Rex. <laughs> but during the pink and purple, yeah. which is art in it of itself. The sunsets here are very, very beautiful. That one week, though, was insane. Yeah. Like, it wasn't fake. <laughs> it was real life for like let's burn this neighborhood down so I can just see sky. <laughs> Even though we're big sky country and no sky great no skyscrapers, there was still too much too much in the view. Too much obstruction. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. We hope you have a better idea of the greater art that exists in Montana's base camp for art and adventure. So that's it. 
<laughs> so if you have any ideas <laughs> about future episodes that you want, we have plenty of content coming your way. But you can give us a call at 406-761-4436 or shoot me an email at information at Visit Great Falls, Montana. Nope. Visit Great Falls. Org. You want to start over? Yeah. Or shoot me an email at information at visitgreatfalls.org or go to our website, we'renodamexperts.com or visitgreatfallsmontana.org. That's where I was going with that one. Yeah. You can find all of our past episodes that are some better than this, some worse than this. (laughs) Hey, I didn't think the golden ticket one was going to take off where we're like, (laughs) we don't know. Hey, guys, it's also not the ticket reservation system anymore. You're going to register your vehicle. We'll just do an update episode yep. for that. And tickets will be available in March, so you got to be prepared. you March. got two, two, three weeks. so March 2nd. All right. So thank you for listening. And until we see you here in Great Falls, we hope you are planning your next adventure to Montana's base camp. <laughs> Bye-bye. We are no damn experts as the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good. On the next episode of War No Dam Experts, we talk about the vehicle registration at Glacier National Park for 2022. War No Dam Experts is produced by Great Falls Montana Tourism with original music by the best damn musician, Joel Korda. <laughs>